Thank you. 
what is going on everyone how are you doing welcome to another episode of vba live this is episode seven tonight we have a very special guest tonight prospect and i are joined by none other than the legend jeff three point from vba prospect jeff how are you doing tonight good hanging out good brother yeah great to, great to be with you guys thanks for having me on happy happy to have you here you're here tonight joining us because we have some very exciting things to talk about next week within VBA. So before we get started into all that fun stuff, for those that maybe aren't as familiar with VBA or your role within the company, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, what you oversee, what you work on. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeff Attila, aka Jeff Three Point. Uh, my role on the VBA team is uh, director of marketing, so I oversee all of our, you know, external communications as well as our community strategy. So I work with um, two amazing women on my team, Maddie and Jen, um, and they're really the two making the magic happen on everything you guys see come out from from VBA. Um, and yeah, I've been on the team. Um, unofficially since January and officially since um, April and yeah. have just really, really loved being part of this project. It's something that like aligned with all of my interests perfectly um, combining basketball and web three. And, you know, I'm a hundred percent sure I would be in the community playing this game regardless of if I was working for this team. So um, for all those reasons, uh, I'm just really excited to be here. That is super exciting. Love that. So you mentioned VBA kind of combines a bunch of passions for you. MJ, yeah. hold on. I don't want to interrupt. Go for is it. Is anybody in stream and can you hear us? I just saw someone in uh, the Discord saying uh, they can't hear us. Yeah, chat, let us know. It looks like, oh, yeah, I'm getting some. Hold on. There we go. We should be... Why? We're very, very soft. Hold on. Uh, great. Hey, Jason. Yeah, can you let us know if you can hear our audio okay? Yeah, it sounds like... Says, okay, yes. yeah, there we go. We're, we're coming through right now, it looks like. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Um, Crisis averted. Woo! <laughs> um, so... Jeff, you mentioned this kind of combines a bunch of your interests. VBA does. Got to know, do you have a favorite basketball team, basketball player of all time? Uh, we got to yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, we, we talk in pro, we talk in Oregon High School. <laughs> I can go, go for it. Yeah, anything, anything, all anything goes. So, um, so I moved to um, Portland, Oregon. Gosh, time flies. I think eleven years now ago. Um, so I'm I'm definitely uh, an adopted Blazer fan um, nice. when it comes to the NBA landscape. Like it's a very um, tragic uh, <laughs> fandom to have. Um, you know, I remember the billboard that got put up here that said like honk once for Greg Oden, honk twice for Kevin Durant, <laughs> um, and it was the unanimous opinion of the fans to uh, uh to go for greg Oden. so i know the the plights of of blazer fandom um pretty well um i also have coached basketball for the last eight years um 
at the youth and high school level. So nice. I'm pretty ingrained to the to the Oregon high school basketball scene um, right now. Well, I'm actually going to take this upcoming season off from coaching and um, to focus on VBA exclusively. Um, yeah. When I worked wow. at Adidas, um, I at a big corporation, I was able to, you know, duck out a little early and things like that now, but now we're going to start up really want to be able to fully dedicate um, my time, time to what we're building here. Um, but I'm still close and tied with the, the community I've been coaching with. I've, you know, have a lot of kids I coached in middle school that are now, um, you know, on the varsity team and things like that. So Beaverton High School here in Oregon, I'm, I'm pretty involved with. So nice. that's my true favorite team, more so than the Blazers. And then, and then as far as players go, um, growing up, my favorite players were like Baron Davis and Darius Miles, um, Gilbert Arenas, and Ooh. and now I got to go with I got to go with Dame. Uh, I mean, I've I've worked with him for a long time at Adidas, um, and so just seeing him uh, do well and becoming an actual superstar player has been like really, really, really cool to see. Nice. Um, I also have some like niche guys I really like. Like I really like Kyle Anderson, another guy I've known for a while, um, and just really like how he plays his game slow mo. Like I think that's so cool and something you don't see every day. So that's my kind of um, like non uh, mainstream pick for favorite current NBA player. Kyle Anderson on. Um... He just got he just got moved to um, Minnesota. So oh, yeah. yeah, they got obviously an exciting new team there so it should be yeah they got like a whole new team over there yeah that's awesome though that's a lot of basketball experience that's cool. yeah exactly and like i'm a, yeah. I'm a basketball guy and like i think that's one of the reasons like um you know the team wanted me to join um you know the vba team was was that passion and that that knowledge um and that experience and then yeah combined like i mean i was trading salon nfts like back like a, a whole year ago so i was like yeah. got really ingrained in that just because i didn't want to pay ethereum gas so i got really um into this whole ecosystem and so sure. being able to combine that with with hoops is is pretty awesome nice that's epic yeah jason wright in chat says baron davis is now working with fan controlled hoops bba and fan controlled hoops should partner together yeah we charles actually met with baron um a while ago um wow but i know both um both parties have been just super busy and head down with with their endeavors um i think you might have been working on something like a little bit different even back then so um but that's a good reminder and i actually didn't know he was specifically um involved with fan control um that's so cool. that's a good reminder we'll have to have that dude, was tap on, him. that dude was on he, so many different teams <laughs> it was all <laughs> over the place um, so we we might have to leak it sometime, but we actually have a like an honorary Baron Davis um, VBA VBA affide um, yeah player like, like image player yeah not like a playable character but yeah. the art for it um, I don't know if we ever tweeted it at him we were hoping he was gonna tweet it but I don't think he ever did so Ooh. hopefully that that'd can... be cool to have those and do you know like giveaways or as prizes for contests sort of like a one of one minted nft that someone can just kind of hold on to in their wallet yeah no i think that's a really cool idea like we made a shack one um when shack <laughs> got onto solana and we would like spam him with yeah. that whenever he would like tweet about astrals 
And then um, we have one of Raj, the um, founder of Solana, that will like spam on him every once in a while, <laughs> hoping he would change his PFP to it because um, he's like super jacked in it too. So uh, <laughs> thought it was pretty flattering. But yeah, our guy Chance, um, it takes him about like a day to do a custom of yeah, one of those, cool. those guys. And then obviously everyone has seen the um, uh, Commissioner Commissioner J, yes. um, which is a hilarious hybridization of John with a famous hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It, you know, when we first saw that, at first I was like, oh, it's it's Adam Silver. And then we had John on, um, or it was, I started looking into it more basically. And then I was like, oh, it's a mashup. I get it. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty, it's Twitter. It's actually, it's just John bald. Like, but yeah. because <laughs> bald in a suit looks like Adam Silver by default, yeah, it, it does yeah. actually look like a mashup. That's which is good. pretty funny um the irony there too is like john has like the best hair of like anyone i know too so <laughs> he, he wanted it bicked for his pfp so He's you know maybe one day he'll we'll have it. a with him where he has to make it his real haircut <laughs> that's pretty cool i saw um your team name is is jeff's three pointers yes we have not looked up your team but are you stacked <laughs> on three pointers no, so I named it that um, originally just because it aligned with my screen name and yeah. I wanted um, to just be like everyone to know if they were playing me and I wanted to just like be seamless across all of my touch points. Sure. Um, and so the the Jeff three-point name kind of came um, as like a mashup of like web three and basketball and kind of uh, that like Venn cool. diagram. I thought that was, that was kind of, kind of cool. And yeah, like, I like that. I'm looking at your team now. It's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. We're, we're a middling franchise right Goodness. now. Um, we've had our ups and downs. My, um, the star of the show though, is I have, um, a, uh, post-scoring big, um, who has small forward eligibility um so he does really well in that small forward matchup slot i have one of those as well and he isn't my best but he is one of my favorites because throwing him in at that small forward position is is like it's just it's a great curveball yeah and like i notice it's like night and day when i move him to the power forward slot and, yeah. and the small forward slot um he, and he's an underdog too, which obviously makes him like more valuable for salary cap purposes. Mm. Um, my kind of downfall is I actually don't have the personnel to um, make a full salary cap roster right now. So mm. um, I'm always at a little bit of a disadvantage there, but I feel like if I ever um, found my way into a legendary player, um, yeah. even if they weren't like super great, um, I would be able to you know bounce around and competitive a little bit sure um, right now i'm at, i'm i'm standing strong in the inter intermediate league yeah i'm i'm in intermediate as well um maybe one day we'll see yeah and it's a little different for us like our staff teams right mm -hmm. because like we're not winning rewards or selling sure. players or anything like that so it's it's more about like learning the game for us and um you know interacting with with the community and everything like that so yeah um yeah I think nice. the way VBA handles having employees play is really well done. I was going to say the same. I think so too. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought I think it was a a good and transparent way of of getting the the best case scenario out of out of everything. Yeah. All right. Before we jump in talking all stars, is there anything else you want to cover, Prospect? We got some questions that you posted earlier that I want to make sure we hit before uh, Jeff has to head out. Because I know we yeah. we have limited time. Yeah, we can. Yeah, that's right. I forgot we got some time. Um, yeah, we just have a few questions from, um, you know, community members that we'll hit on. Um, sort of like a little touched on some of them, um, but we'll just kind of dive in. I guess the first one would be if there's any short and long term um, strategies or even if there are sh or short, short or long term goals really um, for getting the name of VBA out there, you know? Um, and that goes for obviously marketing stuff um, and getting, again, the name out there, but also for bringing in new players. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously all of our incentives are aligned and we want to make the VBA as big as possible. Like we dream of this being a massive, massive brand that everyone knows, right? Mm -hmm. um, but growing in a sustainable way and, and the right way is important too. Um, but when we look at like the way I see this on growth, the way we see this, you know, the two biggest hurdles, if you look at what would be preventing someone from joining the VBA right now, um, it's not necessarily like the name being out there as much, but it's rather the friction of, of crypto and Web3. Um, and the avail availability of, of players, right? So the biggest thing when converting like the masses is that hurdle of, of the friction of crypto, right? So, you, you know, if you want to join the VBA, you have to get a wallet, you have to load it with Solana, you have to go to a secondary marketplace website, you have to buy five NFTs, and then you have to register for the game, right? Um, and then when you look at um, the availability of availability of players, you go to the secondary marketplace, it's pretty limited in what's available when it comes to, to quality players to, to fill out a roster. So, you know, some of the things that in the short term that are going to at least address some of that is 14, we have 14,000 more players um, to release for season zero. Yeah. So we're working on the finer details of exactly when and how those players are gonna to start to release because we wanna make sure we do it in a, in a fair way um, for our existing GMs, but also allows um, new GMs um, an entry point that have been kind of waiting. Um, and then as far as reducing the friction of crypto, that's obviously like to get into its perfect state, a long-term solution, um, but we're actually making strides there quicker than some people might think and actually have some, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag too much, but like, like very soon, like next week or the week after soon, we'll have some announcements coming um, that are really going to help um, start to onboard new GMs before they even have to get their crypto wallet. So awesome. really excited about that. Very yeah, cool. Great. Do you think in terms of, all of those players that the team has, you know, to eventually um, release and sell and such. Has there ever been discussions of, because right now the, the packs can be mm -hmm. any, 
any position, any rarity, any archetype, right? Mm -hmm. Was there ever any discussion or thought behind changing packs to be like a full team, like a five player lineup where it's like one, you know, one of each um, position. And then within that, they could be every archetype and every rarity just to kind of help with that onboard. Because you're right, you know, you do have to go buy five NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're going to be really happy with the announcement that's coming out next okay, week. Cool. Uh, I'll say, or no. next week or the week after. I'll, I'll, no. I'll say that. Because okay. um, that kind of gets at the new user onboarding yeah. issue, or not issue, but process. And Change. then as far as like changing the makeup of like the packs, um, we've promised a certain rarity distribution and randomization factor of um, the season zero players. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're absolutely, um, yeah, what we're absolutely sticking and adhering to that. Um, what you'll see change is the quantity of players in a pack like don't expect like the exact same like mint process of sure. the initial drop because we're in a much different place now than we were in march um yeah. so we don't think we need to sell everything in seven player quantities that doesn't make sense because most current gms are just looking to you know fill holes in their roster with a right. player here and there so we'll have different options and we're working on different things to finalize those details cool. um, but all that is 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 highly considered that was a good answer. Um, yeah, very well said. Yeah, we'll see what happens. That's I'm excited. Exciting. Do you think, you know, when 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 talking about all the new players and and onboarding and also just reaching new players in general, do you think it's easier or harder? And is it more of a goal for you and the team to reach, you know, basketball fans or you know basketball? gamers or just kind of like anybody who wants to play um yeah marketing strategy do you guys target one over the other yeah i think like what we've learned from our existing community is that the number one and you know most we had like amazing success and results from the survey we conducted so that was like a really great piece of market research so thank you guys for filling that out and everyone who did um yeah. And one of the things we learned from that was the the number one um, reason people are in the VBA is because they're super passionate about basketball, like mm -hmm. hoops heads, hoop, hoops nuts, right? Like everyone here now, or, or the vast majority of people here now are here for that reason. So I think we want to keep appealing to that um, and keep staying true to that that core of our community right now but we know there's a lot more um people that have that same passion for basketball yeah. um and we know how many people play fantasy sports and we know how many people play 2k and and we think that we combine the best of of all of those worlds and in, into one product um you know the we don't have the licensing right of and the ip of of an nba but so there's like that like inherent audience of like NBA that like fantasy and gaming bring in. Yeah. Um, so we have to go the extra mile and showing people, you know, why VBA is better without that and the creativity that it can bring um, 
to have to be part of a of a league where you get to you know control the own your own destiny of of the ip you create with your players mm-hmm. are there right. any plans to share the results of the survey good question oh yeah that is a good question it's actually not something we've talked about so um probably have to to talk with charles and commissioner jay about that um and and see if that was something that you know if people were in, expressed interest in, in yeah. or like maybe maybe specific parts about it i mean we want to like um obviously like protect the you know anonymity of like yeah people as well too so um i would be yeah. very curious I, I you know we've talked about it on here before and i there are certain questions where i was just they were great questions and i was happy to fill it out but i'm so intrigued as to like the final results um even seeing it released in like infographics you know for like once a week or something content for the vba twitter or whatever um like i remember the one question about um what was it like if you wanted to see green players or something like that i was so curious to see what people said for that um yeah yeah i'd be yeah no um yeah, we well, let's definitely let's definitely talk more offline about sure. like what you guys think would be a good way of, you know, sharing yeah. some of that info because like be cool. yeah, nothing like nothing should be like secret from sure. there. You know what I mean? Like if nothing's, uh, yeah. if nothing's crazy, so like I don't I don't see why why not? Mm-hmm. Like at least on some of that stuff. Nice. Um and like when it boils down, you know, all of the marketing efforts of of the team, um do you think that do you guys have like a future marketing push like uh you know some sort of like launch for season one for example because i know you know we had um john leon and um i think he someone was talking about how you know season zero is going to last as long as season zero needs to last right Mm -hmm. um do you, so like are you using season zero to kind of just get the game down and then you'll market or are you guys do you have plans for some sort of you know campaign sort of deal or is it going to be like a season one happens and then you're doing this giant marketing push um yeah i mean i don't really think of it as like a hard line like yeah. in terms of like marketing pushes um go you know i think when we talk about marketing and like really thinking about it from like the broad sense of like what marketing is responsible for and like everything that we're doing in terms of like everything from writing a discord post to like our tweets to you know creating graphics and helping decide what the website's going to look like um those all are falling you know within the marketing umbrella it's not just you know like growth and like ad campaigns um that that being said like we have like a task force like on growth and we want to like do things both on the you know marketing or like marketing communication side of of things um as well as the product development side um, yeah. because we know that like the changes and the improvements we make to the product um will help us bring growth in too right um so i think our like outbound like campaigns are just gonna like evolve over time like one of the things i was like and it's just about you know like roi and what's gonna like get us the the best results for you know our budgets that we have and as we like grow the brand and grow the business you know the 
the budgets can increase from that. I mean, I was on a, a walk a while ago, which is where I get most of my thinking done. Yeah. And I like stopped because I like texted Charles. I was like, I was like, we should put up billboards in, uh, in Seattle and Vegas that say like something about like a, a new team is coming and make people think it's going to be an NBA team, but it's like about VBA. And then like two weeks later, they like uh, announced the official expansion. Like, so I was like, I was like, okay, well maybe not exactly like that, but like, I'm really excited to like, you know, get to the point where we're, we're doing out of home marketing or we're, you know, doing a big three on three tournament or doing like some guerrilla stuff at NFT NYC, like those types of things um, that are more like brand building, right? Like see, and not necessarily going to like, drive direct new users right um that's the fun stuff to do you know too so like i'm i'm excited to get to that point um but we have to do the work on you know buying like google search ads and like things yeah. like that you know what i mean like that aren't as like sexy from a like ad campaign yeah. standpoint but they're gonna they're gonna have the roi to like grow grow the vba got it yeah, well, you know, when 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 you guys decide to have a New York City pickup game or something, like I've been saying it in chat, I'm there. Uh, yes. I do a lot of like UX, UI stuff like on my day-to-day job. And I got to say all of the updates um, to the website since I have joined, um, it's, it's great. I really like the experience. It's super clean, um, easy to navigate, um, and I've just been loving it. Yeah, and like to be honest, like you're gonna be blown away when like the new like designs come through because I mean they're so good. Like they're yes. so everything I've seen so far is so good. And like just like if you think about um, you know, what you're starting to see in like the like marketing graphics and thinking about how that's gonna like translate over to the actual game and how like professional and polished it's going to look um i mean it's already amazing now but like like heads are gonna like explode like this thing's gonna look so dialed like our design team like rocky and ethan and andrew and chance like they're all such beasts and like it's like the stuff i've seen them working on that's going to roll out to make the game interface like really pop is is super exciting awesome. i can't wait we're getting we're getting a little alpha tonight chad a little unexpected yeah. <laughs> some teasers some hints i love it i love it yeah man like i said like you know we got we're open books man this is like truly like building the product and with the community like we you know that's what season zero is all about like everyone has been like so patient so understanding um so valuable in, in their feedback um and like openness with us like we're really building this product for the the community like as like as cliche as that might sound like um we're here with you guys we're playing the game we're 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 in the weeds like this is what we love to do yeah very few projects i'm involved with are as ingrained as tightly with the community as vba is um and it's very nice to see and then just to see things come out of it to see the platform grow not saying you have to do what the community says but just to see i don't know it's almost like we can see you thinking and working yeah. and and changing and that's what matters more than anything right and like 
because at the end of the day, like not everyone within the community is going to have the same opinions on things and not everyone's going to have like the full perspective of like everything we understand too, but we're absolutely listening to every single person and every single opinion. And it is getting heavily considered in every decision that we make. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Um, so uh, what do you say, Prospect? Do you have any other questions? Uh, let's go to the board. Oh, let's go to the board. I think we've grilled you enough tonight. Let's yeah, have some fun. Yeah. So we got All-Star Week coming up. We've got schedule of events up here. We're, I mean, we're through the ballot nominations. Voting is just about to wrap up. Election yeah. announcement is coming. Oh, what? Anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, first of all, like massive shout out to everyone for being so active and involved with all-star process up to this point. Like, obviously this is something <clears throat> completely new. You know, it, it was, you know, words on paper a few, you know, a couple weeks ago. So um, just as we're learning and trying something totally new, even, you know, everything we're doing in VBA is new, but like, this is, is a totally new, just activation out of that. So really happy with the participation we've had so far. We had um, 100 players nominated, which was great. Um, and then, you know, a week long of of people getting votes and, um, you know, campaigning for their players. And, you know, you ask questions about like, like marketing campaigns and things like that. Um, this was like a strategic, the way we executed voting was strategic marketing, right? We thought, okay, how can we get, you know, one of the objectives of All-Star was to get people talking about VBA and you spread the word about VBA. So how can we, you know, incentivize our community to tweet about that, to, to tweet about VBA so their audience starts to see um, more stuff on Twitter, they can get intrigued, they might join the VBA, right? So we thought, okay, let's have the nominations be, have to be done on Twitter and not mm -hmm. on Discord. So that's what, how, it, you know, more people can see them. We have a whole round of people posting those nominations, you know, that's getting us valuable impressions. Then the voting process is happening on Twitter as well. So then you get an additional tweet out of that and then all the retweets from that further amplifying the votes. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we wanted to make sure we had um, integrity to where it wasn't just a popularity contest. It was, you know, reflective of um, the actual players that were deserving to make the team. So we'll see. I mean, in 20 minutes, I'm going to be doing all the, you know, the counting of, of the votes and, and all the math around that. But we tried to institute a process that had the 50% weight towards the public vote, the 50% weight towards the GM selection committee mm -hmm. and the hope. And again, like season zero, very much, you know, alpha trying things. Um, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how things net out. Um, and yeah, we'll see who the, the 20 all-stars are. We wanted to make sure we had representation across all rarities. So we have the special and underdog uh, all-star game and then we wanted to reward people who have um, been, you know, really successful on the virtual court. So those 
top 10 teams got to be the selection committee, all their votes are in, and then um, we offered up the top four spots, the op opportunity to be the captains for the team. Yeah, and We're just trying to have fun, right? Like that is like the overarching goal of VBA is fun. Like that if that is why we're here is to is to build something that's fun. So this is designed to do that. It's designed to be fun, um, not too serious uh, or anything like that. Um, so, you know, we made that season zero merch. So, and a lot of people have really wanted that. So you yes. know, all 20 all-stars are going to get the merch. Nice. Um, as long as we can get it shipped to you, there's some, some potential difficulties getting things to certain countries, but we're going to do the best we can. Mm. Um, and then, um, also having contests for other things. Um, so we'll have the, the pick them contests because we want to make sure we're catering to not just the like super competitive teams but like the whole community and i think we do need to do um definitely do better in that area in in making sure we're creating incentive around teams that are not at the top of the leagues too mm. uh, but like the pick'em contest is an example of how everyone can be involved with all-star even if they don't have a top player have a chance to win um that same piece of merch by picking the winners of the games um and then yeah like you guys helping us with live stream uh, as well as the kod folks and and b-town like having gonna have randomized player giveaways on all nice. of those streams too so like i mean that's a i don't know what a seven player pack's worth these days like maybe like 25 soul or so so like i mean a random player is worth a few soul that's no no prize to sniff at and yeah. you know there's I think NBA, VBAJ was pointing out in Discord today, like there's still a, lo a decent amount of legendaries like hidden away in those packs. So like yeah. it, it could be, it would be so, so sick if um, the, the random player that gets pulled on your stream was a legendary player. That would be super I sick. would go nuts. Absolutely nuts. <laughs> Campaign awesome. would be flowing. But yeah, so that's, I mean, that's how we've gotten to this point. Um, <clears throat> we'll do the voting tonight. And then, uh, or the vote counting tonight, and then the draft Friday night, pick up Monday, and and the game Wednesday. So you know it's been a it's been a two plus week activation. Um, yeah. So it's been great that we've been able to like sustain the excitement and the engagement for that length of time. So you have the the GMs who are voting and selecting. Are yep. those excuse me, are those votes public? Um, so we're going to make the overall vote results from that vote public. Got it. We're not going to make their individual ballots public. Sure, sure. That I like sense. that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yep. So we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll be transparent with, with how everything netted out because again, like if things aren't perfect, like that's okay. Like we hope, you know, people understand like the, the spirit of, of, of this event. Um, yeah. So we want to learn from it. We want to have fun. So yeah, we'll, we'll absolutely be transparent with everything. Is there a uh, special prize for the winner of the MVP? Oh, that's a good question. Um, actually, I hadn't thought about MVP. So that's a great point. Let, yeah. let, let us think about that because yeah, we, we definitely need to do something for the MVPs of the games. Whoever, we, whoever wins MVP, I, I get a finder's fee for that. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, they owe you 5%. Uh, yeah, 5%. <laughs> the one uh, but yeah, we're doing... 
that I don't have to worry about Embiid getting robbed as well. So I'm happy for that. Um, We are doing um, like a cash prize Mm -hmm. for the the GMs of players on the winning teams because we want to, you know, we want people to have a, a vested interest in in the actual games and not just who makes the team. Mm-hmm. But we really like originally we were gonna just do the merch for the winners, but then we're like, no, nah, let's 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 have this be a good a good chunk of our merch um, yeah. allotment to go to um, these GMs of these teams because you know most of them are gonna be represented by highly engaged um, community members who we want um, to have the merch anyway. Um, yeah. You know, that was kind of the whole point of this first batch of merch was um, to be a community reward and not something we were really trying to sell and things like that. I, we know a lot of people have been interested in it. And so there's definitely going to be like more merch on the way. Um, but, you know, for hopefully obvious reasons, we're, we're prioritizing, you know, other things right now. But when we do do merch in in a bigger way, like we're, we'll do it right. Like, especially, uh, you know, with my background at Adidas, like it's something I am like super passionate about. Um, Let's go. Would, wouldn't want to do uh, ha- haphazardly. So, um, but, but again, like that type of stuff is like sprinkles on top. Like that's that, that, like that is not a, a, a core, um, you know, part of our, part of our offering we're, we're focused on we're not even focused on that at all like we're focused on making this game and this product the best it can be well when that time comes i would like a vba jersey please thank you yes yes <laughs> no, for, sure. <laughs> for sure well it we will we'll do fun stuff like i know yeah. like people i can't remember if what stream it was someone said like headband or something like that and i was like oh that's that's a good yeah idea. the shooting sleeves yeah, the shooting sleeves and headbands <laughs> and things like that. I want tear off uh, sweatpants. Part- I'm a I'm partial to the um like the the tie style headbands with um okay. uh, I like those a lot. I wear those in in yoga classes. There's a ban- band in the NBA though, thanks to uh, the 76ers and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, they had them for like a week, like a couple weeks, or how long yeah. were were those around? Yeah, all of a sudden it was like everybody. I remember thinking like. I think it was Jimmy Butler wore it first. Yeah. And then I remember being like, man, these are so goofy. And then all of a sudden, everybody in the NBA was wearing them. And real quickly, they were like, nope, fans can't do that. Yeah. They were like, because they're like flopping around and stuff yeah. like that. I could see it in basketball. Yeah. I've never played basketball in one of those. No. Um, but also, it's like, a, not to get like too off topic, but like, like sweatbands can be like, like pretty restrictive if they're like too tight so i imagine some of those nba guys have like pretty big noggins so those like tie <laughs> ones that can um get like you know really tailored and yeah, fit you better cool. like and they're lighter like that material um, sure. too those sweatbands can get like really heavy once they get sweaty too so yes i see why they like them but i don't know <laughs> anyway. see person with a large head who sweats a lot yes you're absolutely spot on <laughs> <laughs> Um, so circling back to everything all-star, uh, just, yeah, voting, it, vote soon. We've got 13 minutes left. If you are watching the stream, 
So get on Twitter, retweet, yeah. like, interact with those player cards, get mm -hmm. your votes in. Not much yeah. time left. And then coming this Friday, September 30th, Knights of DGen will be hosting the All-Star Teams Draft live. Then October 3rd, there's an All-Star episode of Inside the VBA with B-Town and an All-Star Pick'em Contest. And then we'll be back next Wednesday for the actual games themselves live stream event with VBA. Yes. So very excited for that. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah, and I'll say... I do think the fan votes are going to um, tip the scales in in some of the voting based on what I've seen from the from the GM votes. So um, mm. if there's a guy you're passionate about, make sure you're giving him love on Twitter because um, they will they will have an impact. I don't and I think I've looked at the votes. Obviously, people can the GMs have another ten minutes to potentially change them, but. Um, uh you know the hope was that the the fan votes could help break some ties and do things like that and and you know all things being equal be yeah. kind of the deciding factor not necessarily like pull in undeser undeserving players mm -hmm. um so hopefully that goes according to plan and hopefully these these fan votes can can get some favorites in there cool love it so, yeah, let's uh votes count Get your votes in, people. Let's check out our captains for the upcoming games. We have B-Town versus Team Grape for the Starter Showcase, and then the Special Underdog Showcase, Team Smup versus Team Peter, which is PGH and Bomantis. Yeah, Z-Man is um, helping Peter draft. So Gotcha. Um, it's a little collaborative effort. There. I like that. That's fun. Yeah. So uh, check it out. Who are you going to root for, chat? We want to know. Hit us up on Twitter. Who, who are you leaning towards? Who are you leaning towards? Both teams. Grape's been dominating. Um, but this week, as you can see in the bottom of our ticker, B-Town has two teams in the top five. So big yeah. shout out to B-Town there. Um, so next thing I want to talk about quickly is uh, anything else all-star game that we missed before we kind of shift gears here quickly. We got 10 minutes left. No, I, th I think, uh, I think you guys covered it <clears throat> really well. Um, yeah, just super excited. And again, thanks to everyone for being so active and participating and, um, you know, feel free after things wrap up to, me suggestions for for next time or what you'd want to see more of or less of um yeah this is part of the very much part of the learning process with everything love how open you and the team are to feedback absolutely fantastic next thing i want to talk about we have still a few minutes with you still yeah you got to go yet? yeah yeah at at six i'm going to start screenshotting the 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 vote cards to make sure we get accurate um vote tallies there so I'll, I'll hop off in like 10 awesome so i wanted to talk briefly about week 16 coming yeah. up and week 16 changes more importantly so rating point reset and yep. competition begins towards an end of season tournament with a cash payout so i just want to make sure that this is you know 
crystal clear, I'm understanding this correctly. So if I'm currently in the competitive league from week 16, I'm going to be reset basically to zero rating points, but within the competitive league playing against other teams with in competitive league as well. Is that correct? Yes. So it'll be, you know, at a, at a baseline rating point for the competitive. League. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep, exactly. So, and, and that will, and then also for the folks in the competitive league, they're getting a dimes payout based on um, their rating points. So directly correlating with their points above, I think, it, I think 1650 is yep. the, the milestone there. I don't have it in front of me. Um, so yeah, so for however many um, points above 1650 someone has, they'll receive that um, amount of payout in, in dimes, um, which is cool because we wanted this um, reset to not only be, you know, what sets us up for the second half of the season and working towards the end of season tournament, um, but also reward people that um, were successful in, in, in that first half of the season too. So same with uh, intermediate, um, no dimes payout there, but, you know, getting reset to um, a baseline for, for that level yeah. um, as, as well as, as well as rec. So it kind of gives, um, you know, for newer GMs, um, it gives them a little bit more of um, an even playing field um, for the second half of the season, but it's not um, penalizing the, the teams that have um, done well as well. Um, and we expect, you know, all those top teams to, you know, keep ascending to the levels that they have been. So cool. that dimes payout, is that almost like a bonus from yes, exactly. like leading up to, okay. So then, you know, week 16 and later rec and intermediate will still earn dimes per week. They just won't have that oh. bonus. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nothing is changing as far as dimes, um, payout goes, um, in week 16 this is just a bonus awesome all right so start start winning some games people everyone get to competitive <laughs> mad rush um so speaking of getting to competitive we really didn't cover this in the beginning but how have both of your teams fared in this previous week um last week i think i got rocked i was four and ten uh, man, I like my team flip flops. Like I'm either, I think I've literally only ever been top two or bottom two. Um, and with last week, my team is now just under 500, which is very upsetting. And they are all being punished for it. Um, I'm at 54 and 60 right now. Um, but yeah, last week was tough. I just, I just couldn't get a handle. Um, there were some great teams in there, um, but man, I I got crushed in some games. I also had some that were really close. I had I'm looking now. I had one, two, three, four. I had like four or five games that were under you know like a four point loss, um, which is tough to swallow. Yeah, I had I had a really tough week last week. Um, probably mostly, you know, due to my own fault. Uh, I've been so like this all star stuff has been like so much time. Um, so I haven't focused as much on my personal team. Um, yeah. But I was looking back on it, like, 
I was in a pretty tough grouping for an intermediate um, league, like got some smups in here, got a couple Peter teams in here. So it's like definitely some GMs that, that know what they're doing, even if it's, you know, they're, uh, you know, G League affiliates, but, yeah. um, you know, ended up five and nine last week. So yeah, not my best week at all, but mm -hmm. this week so far, um, doing much better, uh, three and oh, so nice. gonna, gonna yeah. keep the, you know, have, keep the turnaround going and, and hopefully do some more scouting this week than I did last week. I am in a league with nine, nine total. So I had a buy today, which I have not had yet. Um, and felt good. <laughs> I like this. MJ, what about you? Where's your team at? Uh, we had a, an awesome week. I had a really fun league last week. I had uh soul smooth brain from the VBA team. Um, with VBA D. I don't know if they have multiple teams or not. Uh, there was a SMUP team in there, two PGH teams, uh, and ended up finishing eight and six. Okay. So really happy with that. Up and competitive. Um, now I'm two and one to start the week. So again, pretty, pretty happy about that. And I'm I'm feeling good. I'm I'm liking I'm liking my players. I'm liking my team. I'm excited to see where things go this week got another pgh team got bamantes in here so it should be uh should be a fun super fun week nice love it the let's see where are we at segment wise also timing wise oh thank you for pointing that out don't want to keep you down to the wire no we've got a lot of work to do jeff before you head out, where can people yeah. find you, um, especially for those listening on the podcast? Yeah, if, if you're listening and don't follow me already, it's at Jeff3Point on Twitter. That's that's probably the easiest way. Um, you know, I'll see all notifications there. Uh, if, if, if you follow me and send me a, a tweet, um, say you're involved with BVA, I'll, I'll shoot you a follow and we can chat in DMs or anything like that if you have questions. Um, or need anything, happy to um, do that as well. I, I try to pop in Discord as much as possible. Usually comes in waves, um, but Twitter, I always see uh, the notifications right away. So that's the best place. Amazing. Thank you very much for hopping on with us. Um, yeah. You know, really Blast. appreciate you coming on and chatting, but also appreciate everything uh, that you have done for the game. Um, and good luck with uh with all those screenshots coming up tonight yes maddie just sent me a message she was like you ready to screenshot you start from the bottom go up i'll start from the top one go down we'll, there you go. we'll meet in the middle love it to uh all just right. to echo what prospect said thank you so much for everything you do as a fellow marketer i think you're crushing it and uh yeah wish you and the team all the best awesome thanks guys no seriously like everything you're doing for the community and um you know this side of things is is so appreciated and it was like you know when we were sitting around talking about like our our dream vision for like what would be happening at a at a community level it was stuff like this so like as much as we can do um to support you guys and and folks like you um 
we are absolutely here for it because um, you guys are really what what make this game what it is so thank you all all the gratitude from our end um thank you guys appreciate, appreciate that, that. Yeah. yeah all right i'm gonna all hop right. out start screenshotting sounds good have we'll catch you later guys. jeff thanks Bye. all right then there were two Man, that guy's the worst. Right? Oh yeah, I'm so, so happy he's gone now. Jeez. Um, all right, so let's. Uh, we've got through our our tip off. Let's yeah. let's hop into our game of the week, and I've got you to thank for this because you were the one that kind of brought this team to my attention. So uh, let's go back to the board. This week we are looking at Team 10K versus crypto fab lab u17 do you want to um drop the link in chat absolutely that is a fantastic idea and for those of you listening this is game id 87598 definitely want to check that out so crypto fab lab u17 team 10k why this game was selected and yeah. was because of crypto fab lab Crypto Fab Lab is a team of only five players, two defensive guards, and a rim protector. So heavy, heavy, heavy on the defense. And they crushed me last week. It's so annoying. Oh, no. <laughs> they crushed my, my G League team, but uh, it was, yeah, 90 to 63. Anyways, wow. Continue. <laughs> so let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's jump in. Let's view these results. A very close game. And I, yeah, there, there are some games like the one you just mentioned where Crypto Fab Lab is, you know, wins by decent margin, but there are also some super, super close games, both wins and losses, just looking at their most recent record. Yeah. Um, especially the, over like the past week or so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just some crazy, crazy close games. So if we look at, and one thing I thought was kind of interesting, and this brings up the question of, well, we know that certain defensive play styles can have an impact or an effect on a game. Oh, yeah. The, the point guard, you have a defensive guard against a pass-first guard. Pass-first guard kind of put up standard numbers. Nothing too out of the ordinary here. Yeah. Um, but also defensive guard put up 16 points, which I think is pretty high. If you look at the averages here, yeah, nearly double. So uh, double to me, that's, too, yeah. that's like just some crazy variance we're seeing in this game, which also to me just makes it stand out that much more. Not only is it just a, an interesting lineup with three defensive players, mm -hmm. but you're seeing just some crazy numbers come out of it and some crazy variance. The other position I want to call out is the shooting guard, where, again, the defensive guard really didn't do too much and kind yeah. of played to their average. And then the center, the, being the rim protector, again, played kind of a standard rim protector performance, but ended up dropping the opposing center field goal percent 10 below their average. Yeah. And so you're probably, if you're if you're listening to this or even watching this, saying, "Okay, MJ, I'm hearing defense guard didn't work. Defense guard didn't work. Center worked kind of, but the team still won." Yeah. So uh, I think, and you know, when you think defensive, you don't necessarily think super high scoring, 
high performing players, but you never know. And I, to me, I like it because it just shows off the excitement of these games. They aren't super predictable always. You never know what's going to happen. And just to look at the score, it's a two point yeah. win. Uh, you had some lead changes in the first, uh, very close, especially at the end of the second, and then almost came back in the third, some separation going into the uh, fourth. But just, again, some very close, close game. What, I want to hear your thoughts on this. What What's standing out to you? What's what's jumping out? Yeah, when I was looking at it, I, I, I noticed the same stuff. It was like, you know, some of the defensive players didn't have the craziest impact, but Crypto, Fab, Lab, you know, that team, like the power forward, the small forward, like even the point guard, I mean, they were shooting lights out sort of power forward not really um but yeah they it was good shooting i don't know if it was variance or what but um it was like a perfect storm for them you know like the was the player ideal 10718 at power forward put up um what was it 35 points shooting yeah. 14 for 36 which is Fifty-three percent, um, and that player averages twenty-four point twenty-four point seven points. So like ten points under what they were shooting, and they shoot average of forty. So I mean that's a good game. Yeah. Um, and they crushed the free throws too. All of them, like as a whole, you know, uh, sixteen divided sixteen uh, for twenty-one. Is that what it was? Yeah. So like. 76%. And then even looking at the individual players, I mean, crushed it. Love to see it. Good game for them. Um, interesting team. Interesting makeup. Very interesting. Another thing I want to point out that I just saw, didn't even have these in the show notes. The assist comparison, 22 for Team 10K, 7 yeah. for Crypto Fab Lab. Turnovers, 14 for Team 10K, yeah. and 5 for Crypto Fab Lab. They were just... Team efficient. They had an incredibly efficient game. Yeah, that is interesting. So a lot to, to dive in here. I think this team, I don't know, I might kind of follow them a little more and just yeah. see what happens. It's, it's I don't know, kind of fun watching them. You know what stat I would love to see added to these box scores for the in-game is personal fouls. I'm with you on that. Uh, I, that. I still look for it. I can't find it. It's not there. But yeah, I'd like to see that. I'm going to go to the Discord. I'm going to add it in. <laughs> game ideas. I'm going to say. Do it. Fouls and box score. Done. So, yeah, Crypto Fab Lab U7 team. The team ID, if anyone wants to look it up, is 2748. Uh, no social information. So, we don't necessarily know if they have any other teams. But, yeah, five players, all specials. Defensive guard, point guard, post scoring big, power forward center, rim protector, power forward center. I like that. That's dual position. That's fun. Uh, it's a nice little combo there. And then shooting guard is a defensive guard. And small forward is an offensive wing with some great facial hair. I just went to um, the M. Young tool. Mm -hmm. Great tool that I use a lot for specifically this finding um other players other teams under one manager 
um, and I typed in Crypto Fab Lab. It looks like there's uh, U19, U17, U21, and then Standard Crypto Fab Lab. So I'm assuming this person is an AAU player or coach, um, or just knows AAU. But uh, you know, there's a few teams on there. But it is interesting that this is such a the makeup of this team is so interesting. It, it it absolutely is. I I love it. Yeah. Uh, I just dropped the link to the M Young website in chat. If anyone wants to check it out, again, another great website, great tool within the VBA ecosystem. Uh, Jason Wright says, "Me too." The files are on all of the other tools, and each player yeah. stats should be in the box scores too. Yeah. Great, great idea. Great suggestion. Um, are you ready to shift gears and get into our free agent finds of the week? I, I am ready. I'm not too confident in mine for this week, but I'm ready for it. I'm I'm excited for mine. Let's um, see. Why don't you go first then? Let's see what you got. All right, all right. Uh, before we go, I just want to hit Lost Packets here. This looks cool. Is this similar to Zed Run? Do you actually see them play? So you don't see them play. It's much like a... We can give you a little preview here. Yeah, why don't you pull up a game? Yeah, so I'll show this uh, this game here. A random one, Team 10K. So this is what happens when you see a game played. So you'll see like a, hey, getting started lobby. There will be a countdown timer. And we're going to hit relive the game um, just so you can kind of get that live experience lost packets. Um, if you're late, games are played at 2 and 10 Central. Uh, usually I think Mondays are a little different maybe, but if you're late or like, Oh, I missed my game. It hides the score for you. So if you want to relive it, you want to have that experience. You can, yeah. um, but basically it's kind of like an ESPN GameCast uh, scenario. So you see just the scrolling of all the different stats. What happens? Some of them are kind of funny, you know, throwing a yeah. pass off someone's face. Um, the names are fun. You, then you have the game flow, which basically will show, hey, you know, what team is leading? Do they? So you saw the green come up, now the red. And you get all of the uh, stats here as well. So if you win a game, you each team plays in a... Um, what do I want? I want play. In a weekly league with seven other teams, sometimes eight in Prospect's case this week. And you have standings. And so if there's a tie, it goes to the total points scored. Depending on how you do, you can move up and down leagues. Each team gets these rating points. So think of this in terms of like Zed, maybe like a class point type thing. You move up and down in class. Depending on how you do, as you can see, I won 9 points, won 10, lost 10, lost 10, lost 12. And then you get these things called dimes in the upper right corner. And so these dimes you then use in the box office. They aren't a crypto. This is the only place you can use them. But basically, you enter in your dimes for raffles. And depending on what league you're in and how well you finish in that league per week, you get a certain amount of dimes at the end of the week. You can use these to enter drawings. So this is on Solana. So you can win 15 Solana. There's player drawings. 0.25 Solana, three player pack, whole bunch of different options. Um, so hopefully that helped. Yeah. Um, Baron Darkside, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy you're here. Uh, so, Miss, we had our interview with Jeff, the head of marketing for VBA, and we just did our game of the week. And now we are jumping into our free agent find. So, Prospect, 
tell everyone what is a free agent find? So each week, this is one of our, uh, you know, recurring segments where each week MJ and I, and sometimes our guests, if they're available, um, we basically, we use all of the tools provided by various community members. Uh, there are some great tools out there. Um, if you are new or if you just don't know it, there is a channel in the VBA discord, um, for all of the tools and MJ, uh, oh, it's Nightbot. Nightbot just posted all the links, which is great. Um, anyways, we use all of the tools and we basically find what we call a free agent find. And it's a player that is listed on the market that we think is, um, you know, not financial advice, but is a good buy in our eyes. Um, and we don't discuss it before the show so far. We haven't showed the same player, but there have been instances where we were like, oh, that's a good one. I was going to show that. Um, so we are now on, what is this, episode seven. So we've gone seven weeks without finding the same player, um, which is good. There's, there's, there's some quality out there, and we'll see uh, if that streak continues tonight. And, you know, just because we have some new people here, I think we might yeah. spend some time talking about all the, you know, different stats and things we're looking at, yeah. um, like seasons of experience, mainly because I also want to talk about it because my free agent find is very doughy. Very doughy. Um, so a little backstory for the new people here. Each player within VBA has a something called the seasons of experience. And so eventually not during season zero, which we're in right now, but they will retire. And what that utility is post-retirement, we don't totally know yet. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's believed that once you hit season 10, um, that you will be able to retire and then up to a max of 20. Again, all this subject to change. I, I don't know for sure about this. But uh, so we, when we're trying to look for players one factor we sometimes consider is the seasons of experience. And so if someone is a player, if there's a player that has, you know, eight or nine seasons of experience, we often call them burnt toast because they are almost done. Not really. You don't gain a year of uh, seasons of experience after season zero. You'll, you'll still say the same. Uh, and it doesn't mean they're bad or anything yet, but uh, if they have a very low seasons of experience, we call them dough because they're not even bread yet. So we've got a scale of dough, bread, and then finally toast and then burnt toast. Love it. Um, I just, I'm going to interject. Please, please do. Lost Packets asked, can you get into this game uh, pretty cheap or is it hard to get into this? And so there are tons of levels of entry, right? You know, you need five players to play. You need uh, one at each position. Um, you can play players out of position, but you need to fill five slots on a team. Um, there's plenty of different price entries. I think when MJ and I each got started, we built, I would say, pretty decent teams. Um, and I think we each started at around, like, eight Solana um, yeah. so. Uh, but that's not to say you can't build a team for closer to, you know, four or five. Um, you might not be in the intermediate league. There's three leagues. You might be in the lower one, which is recreational. Um, but it's certainly possible. 
Um, but one of the goals for, you know, this free agent fund segment is to show off players that are, you know, good stat wise, but also good, um, from the price standpoint. Um, and if you are just getting into the game or you are looking to get into this game and this goes for anybody listening now or ever, um, MJ and myself are both available by DM on Twitter, uh, as well as Discord and the community at large on the VBA Discord is extremely helpful. Uh, you know, hop in, ask questions, and someone will be there to help. Um, back to you. <laughs> All right, let's dive in. Time to reveal my pick. So my pick this week is little Doughboy right here, my boy Blue. <laughs> I uh, love the name. It sounds a little too familiar, maybe because I just like it so much. I hope we haven't picked this player before. Maybe I looked at getting them myself. Have you watched um, Old School? Oh, recently? yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Always familiar. <laughs> so um, a few things uh, about this that I want to point out again to, to the newer people um, is... So you see under My Boy Blue, one, you can name the players. It doesn't cost anything to change the name. Once you own the player, you can name them whatever you want, as long as the name doesn't already exist. You see the rarity. So there's common, special, rare, uh, elite, and legendary. And rarity is a likelihood of having better stats. It's not always guaranteed, but usually is. Then you see the preferred position. That's where they should be playing. If you play them out of position, they can still play. But there might be some performance uh kind of issues there they might not perform as well play style uh we also call them archetypes fundamental big that's think of that as kind of the mold that the character the the player will play in seasons of experience one that is a doughboy right there if i've ever seen one and then birthday birthday doesn't really matter for anything at least not yet and then you can see all the different uh stats you can look at career averages and then what's really nice is you can just click buy and magic eden you can buy it without leaving the website or you go ahead and view on Magic Eden. So what did I see in this player? Why did I pick this player? Uh, before we do that, we got a big chat notification here. September 30th, last day old school on Netflix. I just yeah. rewatched last weekend. Nice. Love it. I think that might be Jeff. Not sure. Um, hi from Russia. No way. Russia. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you for uh for popping in. Appreciate you coming in. Um, or just making sure I'm all caught up. Still up for grabs. I've had him on my list for a bit. Oh man. So all right. So why did I pick this player? One, it's special. Two, it's one season of experience, and then three, just I think has a very very nice stat line. So. Yeah. In terms of, you know, points, puts up about 4.75 points above average compared to other players in that position. Shoots three points. Uh, field three-point percentage is about eight points, eight percentage points higher. I can't talk tonight. Same thing with field goal, about eight percentage points higher. Um, true shooting, a little lower, so about 6.39%, but still above average, which is huge. Doesn't get many assists. That's okay. Don't necessarily need this play style to. Um, rebound is about average for both offensive and defensive. Turnovers a little high. Um, 
you know, 0.82 higher than average. Mm. Personal fouls, pretty much flat, even. But here's something else that excites me. Blocks and steals. 1.69 more blocks on average than players in that position, and one more steal higher than players at that position. So for yeah. the price of 1.4, you're getting a special player, um, rarity terms. And the, the numbers here, a little off not much because there was one game where this player was played out of position as a small forward ah. so um again shooting 51.6 percent uh, i for the price i i like it i am yeah. a fan um yeah, I like that. he's badass too he looks like a little like uh dennis robin with the hair right right uh i love it i love it so again this is id number three two four eight 1.4 soul chat check it out prospect who's your free agent find of the week uh we are going with id number three four six nine nice yeah nice all right what a name is this yeah that great been... rebounds omg um hold on three four six nine let me just pull one more thing up on my end absolutely uh just trying to see his full name it looks like it's chet needs rehab with play it won't go any further than that what i see what's playmaking or something um is there a way for, I need to know this player's if, full name? Yeah, no, if, I just I just said it. If you mouse over, it says Chet Great Rebounds OMG. Oh my god, I didn't know that if you mouse over it shows the full name. Okay, anyways. This is a flex player, two position power forward center. Five seasons of experience. So, you know, coming out is he's got some years left on him, right? But he's also got some years under his belt. Um, in terms of post-scoring bigs and their averages, he's not exactly above average in a few categories, including uh, field goal percentage. He's slightly under um, points. He is like 0.1 under um, rebounds. He's above though, right? Oh, yeah. So, steals he's above um blocks he's slightly under but not that far um anyways you know it's just looking at this player sure he might not have the greatest average like compared to the average for the um for the archetype but they're good numbers still and i think for the price for what I was looking at, um, what else was available, con considering flex, right? He's two position. Yeah. Which means also that at small forward, he might play well. He might play decent um, for the price, for the flex, for the years of experience, and for the general data. Like the, the points are still good. The rebounds are great, right? Even assists, um, looking at recent games, He's getting one assist. He's getting two assists. He has a game where he's got three assists somewhat recently. Um, so he's got good numbers. But something else that I noticed 
this player has um, 36 games under his belt and has only ever been played at center. So when I see that, what that means to me is there's a possibility you play him at power forward and those numbers go up. Um, You know, also they could go down, who knows, but I, I think that's a risk because you're getting good numbers here and you could continue to get these good numbers um and you know with uh with the points and the rebounds you're getting here if those improve at power forward it can turn into a, a better player than he is now so um for all of those reasons this was uh my free agent find this week i love that i love the call out on no games played at power forward that's to me that's that's exciting that's fun you know if you don't have the solana to open a pack this yeah. is kind of like a little pack experience, pack yeah, ripping experience. I also just noticed, um, and this is not like in other games, you know, like earlier someone mentioned um, Zed Run, for example. Mm-hmm. This game is not like that when you see a player who has been on the bench and has not played. Uh, it doesn't mean they're going to get worse because other there's new players that are getting better, whatever, whatever you want to hypothesize. That's not the case here. Player stats are player stats. A GM and a lineup can make a difference, but the the what's baked there is not going to get worse over time. Um, but I did just notice he has not been played since um, July, and there have been some updates to you know interior defense and some other balances to other uh, players. So. Who knows? Uh, you know, there could be something else there that, um, you know, maybe maybe there's there's you know I don't know maybe there's something in there that uh, this guy can get get some some better stats soon. I I, I don't need a, another player to fill this position, but you, the way you're talking about it kind of makes me want to get this player. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's tempting. Um, yeah, it's always interesting to see those players that have good numbers but just haven't been played. And I'm trying to find out where where this guy is at. The team was deleted. There's no one on the roster anymore, which is, oh, because it's for sale. It won't show in an active roster, right? Correct. Yep. That means all the players associated with this team are now for sale. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um yeah, who knows? Anyways, that's uh, my find for the week. I'm trying to do a little research, see if I can... I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Let's go back. Um, just a quick little round the horn section. Some housekeeping I want yeah. to do. Um, oh. oh, we got game of the week up. Oh, there we go. Yeah, man. <laughs> All of the little things are all over the place there we go all right uh got the stream deck lined up so just want to give a quick little shout out announcement we just saw it thanks nightbot if you're interested in subscribing to the podcast uh anchor.fm slash vba dash live basically get the audio format of this episodes are up usually 24 to 48 hours after the fact We had some audio issues last week with episode six, so that's currently not up yet. That will be up hopefully soon, but I'm going to be out of town all weekend for a wedding. 
So there might be a slight delay, episode six and seven, but after this, we'll be back to our regular release schedule, the podcast. Mm-hmm. But also wanted to give a special shout out to, uh, you know, we, we see our podcasts, podcast stats and, you know, where listeners are coming from. I, I'm not sure if I shared this with you, but I want to share it with chat tonight. We are the number one VBA podcast, I think, in Latvia. Love it. So big shout out. Thank you. Whoever listens to us from Latvia, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. And thank you for the continued support. Epic. So new episodes of the podcast will be coming soon. You can find it on all major platforms, Apple, Pocket Casts, Google, uh, Stitcher, I believe. And if you are on Spotify, also on Spotify, if you're on Spotify, you'll get to see the video feed as well. You have the option of the audio or the video. Then finally, to close out the night, team talk. So chat, if you have any other questions about the game, again, we have some new people here tonight. We'll definitely take some time to address some of those. But I have some very sad news for our team talk. Our VBA giveaway player. Still has He's not dead. been claimed. <laughs> Tasty Gamer Boy, try to reach out to you again to get your, your soul wallet. Unfortunately, have not responded to our attempts at DMing you. Yeah. So as we announced last week on stream, we are going to redraw and we are going to go ahead and do that right now. So uh, go ahead and just switch the screens here. We have the same Twitter picker loading the tweet. I didn't want to announce this because I didn't want people to try and game the system uh, to, you know, take advantage of it. And let's see who we have here. So again, tweet, you must follow VBA, MJ Gaming Network, Prospect Huddle. Again, no restrictions here. And we continue. It shows everyone 32 entries loaded, which I believe is what it was last time. If someone on the team gets it or somehow one of our accounts gets it, we will redraw. Going to continue again. Again, for transparency's sake. All right. So we are going to begin the draw. Boom. Apps, babe. Congrats to Apps, babe. You have just won. A VBA player. That's uh, awesome. She yeah. does. They they do a ton for the Zedron community. I know. Um, so that's that's good. I'd love to see that. Eps, babe, absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, just very good in just the NFT space and NFT gaming yeah. space. So very exciting, very cool. Uh, if you're interested in seeing the drawing again for transparency, please watch the video playback. Um, Amps Babe will be reaching out shortly to give you your VBA player. All right. So going back in, just see again, if you have questions in chat, comments, we go ahead and circle back right now. Uh, Baron Darfside, MJ, I want to give you Elegant Ocean Racers team to play with. You can't sell them, but you can't race them to your heart's content. What do you say? A full team. Um, every Twitch of racer, every type of racer. Um, I'm 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 open this start start side. Let's connect offline and uh, let let's talk through this. Um, every tier of racer. Um, 
Love the redraw. Fingers crossed. Thanks, Jason Wright. Appreciate that. Sorry you did not win, but hopefully, you know, we'll be doing some more fun little things in the future. Yes. For that. Um, all right. Chat's looking like no questions at this time. Love it. Prospect, where can they find you? Um, I am in the Discord always. Uh, Prospect Hodelco, quite simply. Um, I'm also on Twitter. Uh, prospect underscore hodl h-o-d-l um look out for me there shoot me a dm both of my dms are always open um despite cybersecurity, i do not keep them private as i maybe should um so feel free to dm me and i think i might be starting some sort of bi-weekly zed run podcast soon so look out for that um that's where to find me very very exciting uh, you can find me at xmj underscore gaming x or at mj gaming network for play to earn play and earn news as well as all of the content that i and fellow creators will be putting out we'll have some new shows hopefully shortly right now just doing vba live as well as a Futura united stream uh, with another awesome guy named blue but definitely more to come in terms of content so very excited about the future there chat it's been real it's been awesome big shout out to jeff of the vba team we will see you next week with a very special all-star edition of vba live <laughs>